0: Hi, my name is Paige Nelson, and you're listening to Thank You 30. 30-minute 30 to showtime.
1: Thank You 30. I'm Adam Womack. And I'm Dave Hatfield. And you're listening to Thank
0: You 30. Hey, thanks. We're in a very ambient place today. Yes. I like it. Yeah, I know. It's been a while, but uh, I'm happy to be here. And happy to be here with you, Adam, at the start of our third year. Third season. Of Thank You 30. Yes. It's been kind of a slow start. It has. Well, we've been busy. Yeah. Um, what are you up to? Well,
1: We both have new jobs. Yes, we do. My new job is keeping me on the road a lot. Right. Uh, I'm I'm traveling all sorts of places. Uh, Next month, I have a. I think I'm going to do it remotely, but Australia is is on
0: the docket. Wow. Um, Well, well, I was going to say, you sure you want to do it remotely? But then again, Australia is on fire. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But there's also,
1: uh, you know, I'm going up to Oregon. Nice. Uh, I'll be in in downtown LA this week. (laughs) And then. I think I'm going back to Texas or Chicago soon. I, I don't know. My work
0: keeps me running. Yeah.
1: I, I like it, but it, it you know, the theater's suffering.
0: It is, yeah. And speaking of downtown LA, I also have a new job. Congratulations. Thank you. And I'm really happy with it. It's it's like a, a dream come true in, in ways. It's not like anything to do with the entertainment business, unfortunately, which would be the actual dream come true, but... It's what I need. It's what my family needs. And so I'm very happy to have it, but I'm in downtown L.A., and I work till 5, yeah. which means, you know, I'm getting home after 6, and if you think about it, like, rehearsal schedules, when, when does rehearsal typically start? Normally 7. 7, right? Yeah. So it would be, I would be hard-pressed to get to a theater on time for rehearsal, and then... How long does the rehearsal usually go? Yeah, till 10. Till 10, 10.30, 11. Right. And then don't even get me started tech on tech week. week. Right. And so that would keep me out of the house late at night. I'd be getting home really late. I have to wake up at like 5 oof, in order to get to make sure I get to work on time. How's That's that, not really workable. You know what I mean? How's that commute doing though? Commute's fine. Okay. I honestly don't mind driving and I don't mind the commute. I listen to Audible and stuff like that. So it's like... And podcasts? Eh, I was just trying to work in a segue. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, it's it's just been it's been rough because I, I posted on social media recently that I was like, I'm sorry, I like in a general statement. Oh, I can't be. So in many your people show. took that offense. <laughs> uh, yeah, really personally. So good. So, so many people were like, Wow, okay, Hatfield, fine. You well, know? no, because I see people like pouring their heart out on social media, going. I really want you guys to come out and be in my show. I'm I see multiple people yeah. posting things like that. And I'm like, it breaks my heart that I can't do that. Sure. Like, I really wish I could be a part of so many great productions, but I can't.
1: Yeah. That's why you send out those, like, mass, you know? Oh, like, yeah. So you get, X person has invited you to this. Right. Because then you don't <laughs> have to do the hey man sorry I can't right. do it or thank you for thinking of me right but I know. do get those sure I do absolutely. get those personal
0: ones and I, I have to I have to say no because when, when I'm done with this portion of this first portion of my job I then take a like regular shift at a location of where I'm working and that could be any shift they are a 24/7 job I have no idea what I'm gonna be working and I right. have to take whatever they give me so I could be working like 11 to seven. And, or 11 to 8 And there's no way I could make rehearsals then For sure So I have well, no idea What's
1: gonna happen Just because You don't have time For acting in a show Doesn't mean
0: you're Not involved in theater In any no. way And us both I think we're, we're both in that boat Right now Sure of, of like Yeah we can't really Be in a show right now But we are Trying to stay involved Absolutely Not only through Thank You 30 But you're directing a show I am directing a show You've got auditions Coming Next month Next month Yeah
1: Wow uh, we're we're accepting both physical auditions appointments. Come on in, right? Show us your stuff, but also uh, video submissions. Great, we're okay. on backstage and all that stuff. Really, really hoping for a good turnout for uh, for Hedwig
0: and the Angry Inch. Right, and it's a great show. It's really popular, so, much so you'd fun. hope that you know you guys get a really good turnout. And I've got some band members lined up. Excellent, already you guys and, are looking to have a live band. It's starting to come together. Outstanding. That's and so if, cool.
1: If any of you want to be involved, hit me up. Let me know. Let's see what we can do. All right. Uh,
0: what, what are you working on next? So I'll be set designing Disaster for Camarillo Skyway Playhouse. Very cool. Yeah. I'm intimidated, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. What made you choose Disaster? Uh, I, I was asked. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, they liked my work on Peter and the Starcatcher. So they're like, hey. I said, okay.
1: Your award-winning work of Peter and the Starcatcher.
0: Okay, so, yes, thank you. We should talk about the four stars then. Great Um, event. It just happened. It was fun. (laughs)
1: It was fun. I'm used to seeing it on the, um, you know, the high street stage. Right. But that was out. And then last year we did it at a new event. Right, at the Ocean View Pavilion. Which was nice. Yeah. It was a cool little location. But I... It was really far. it It was far. It was really far. It was far, and parking was weird, and I... I mean, I I really appreciate that Conejo opened it up and and let us come in. They have a perfect venue for it. They had a party space on the stage afterwards. I just, it really felt nice. It It was It was a good one.
0: Yeah, it was, it it felt really intimate and it felt, how do I explain, like, having last year's gone out of the community to do it, it felt like returning home to the community, to the theater community. Yeah. And then uh, Don and Dave hosted. Right. David White and Don Cosgrove a lot of lot of great people recognized yeah absolutely
1: <laughs> okay that's it about the four stars <laughs> no it was it was fun um i i don't know what else to say you know if if you were there i'm sure you had a great time you yeah saw, you saw a bunch of people you got some great food and yeah they had a bar and you know everything theater people need Yep, yep uh, yep food and bar uh got some great performances. Brian Robert Harris, Jesse Mae Stevenson. Oh my gosh, they were turned as, in there as seaside the lizard seascape folk. Seascape lizard folk. Seascape, that's it. Oh yeah. my gosh.
0: That um, was that was very funny.
1: But I've also been, been seeing shows when I can. Yeah? I, I saw uh, Of Mice and Men. Right with at, Scott Gilbert at Art and will shoot New Art Space. And Don Cosgrove and and, Don. and Vincent and Oh, there's so many people. I wish I had the, the I wish I had <laughs> the, the program, program in front of me. That's all right. Um, they know Larry, they were in it. Larry Schwartz was <laughs> in it. Uh, anyway, great, great cast, great show. Yeah. Um,
0: I'm sorry I missed it. I really wanted to go see that one. Oh,
1: Scott was so good. Yeah. Will was so good. Like when those two were talking, just those two on stage, it was it was captivating. Wow. And Dawn did a great job. <laughs> and I worried for her health and safety <laughs> when when spoiler alert. she got killed oh wow it was it was it was wonderfully fight choreographed
0: I really enjoyed it good I saw the theory of relativity at the Jeanette Aaron performance studio in Newbury Park okay Uh, we just posted I, I just posted our review of it on thankyou30.com you can see it on facebook yeah check it out um they ran for only a couple weeks and so if you missed it i apologize do i apologize yeah you should have seen it it was good to apologize yeah it's ah it's too late i honest and i said this in the review i honestly thought that it was like i was like someone made a musical of the stephen hawking movie oh no (laughs) what is this i was so confused and no no it's not not even close choreographed wheelchairs yeah oh stop just stop there no No more Jeanette and Connor Stevens who you know I know Connor yep co-directed the the production and it was very minimalist it was very black box very cool a really cool experience so uh, Lauren Rachel was in it I know her Uh, too Melissa Marlowe was in it so, yeah, lots of lots of great theater. If you haven't checked it out yet, uh, Wit is up at The Elite. Wit is up at The Elite. Um, you got Murder to Death in Camarillo. Oh, wow, yeah. And you have Peter Pan at High Street uh, closing I've very heard great, soon. Great things It might even be sold out the rest of the run. Yeah, most likely. And then Peter Pan Jr. will be taking the stage after that. And my sister's in that. Just a little shout oh, out. Oh, yeah. I have to say, yeah. Nice. Uh, <laughs> the Producers is about to open at Caneo. And you're a good man, Charlie Brown, at see me. And then there's, you know, Santa Paula and Ohio. <laughs> I can't remember what they're the doing. The Revisionists,
1: or the Revolutionists. The
0: Revolutionists. Uh, that looks amazing. An all female cast
1: with at Santa Paula. A phenomenal cast.
0: Oh, nice.
1: I believe it's directed by Jesse Mae Stevenson.
0: There it is. Ohio Act. And we're looking up Ohio.
1: One woman Anna? show starring Anna Catula.
0: Uh, Willie Russell Shirley Valentine. Shirley starring Valentine. Starring Anna Catula. Uh, runs until February 16th. Oh, that was yesterday. So so they're closed now. But there you go. They have an improv night coming up. Tickets are $10. An epic comedy mashup at 7 p.m. on Saturday, February 29th. So check nice. that out.
1: Oh, one more thing. Yes. Friends of ours. Christopher Rubin is directing... Um, Picasso.
0: Picasso at the Lapina Gilles. Yep, the Steve Martin play.
1: Oh, it's so funny. Um, I know he's still looking for an Einstein... A A Picasso and Elvis Presley. Nice. So if you're all interested, reach out. Uh, You can find him either on Facebook or through The Elite or through Mm -hmm. our our website. Or our um, Facebook. Facebook. And again, I wish I could. Man, that's one that I would love to do and I'd love to work with Chris. And then uh, The Elite's also doing a storyteller series Mm -hmm. with uh, Andy Maddock. Yeah, he's getting what? Two hours? I think he's getting... I I don't know the the number. But, you know, he's... He's a wonderful storyteller. Uh, He's funny. Yeah. I can listen to him talk for hours. Engaging, for real. I mean, some people do it every Sunday. Yeah. (laughs) Well done. Thank you. (laughs) So, yes,
0: uh, he'll be getting his own night to tell you his riveting stories. There's just so much going on right now.
1: I know. It's exciting, though. It's insane. But it's also, how do we evenly spread all
0: this talent? (laughs) You know? You can. That's the thing. It's like, with all of these shows going on... Like, there's a bunch of people in shows coming up that I've never heard their names before. I mean... That's and great. That's, that's good. That is very good because that means more people are coming out or they're, they're trying new locations, which we've told people to do. We're like, hey, go out to Ojai. Go out to Santa Paula. Do some shows there and enjoy because they're great theaters. And so it's nice to see that it looks like people are doing that. Either new people coming to the theater or people checking out other theaters in the community. And that's great. But... At the same time it's it's I'm wondering, are we having a change of guard? Ooh, like the young bloods coming in, pushing out Maybe. us old crusty people. <laughs> is is the 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 veteran class of Ventura County Theater, are they moving on? Are they saying I've done, you know, all I can right now, focusing on other things, on life? Just as theaters have
1: seasons. Yeah. I feel like we all have seasons of life, you know? Are we getting deep? We're
0: getting philosophical. Are we going to sing songs from Rent? Maybe. Oh, no. Seasons no. of love. I don't want to.
1: Seasons of, no. Um, <laughs> you know, everybody can't be available all year long. Right. For every show. There are some people who go, I can do this one this year. I can do the these yeah. two this year, you know. One in the spring, one in the summer.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's I, people who are like trying to figure stuff out. And, I
1: mean, there are people getting new to the community. I remember when I was new to this theater community, right. I wanted to be in every show. Right. I would do two or
0: three at a time. Yeah. And then there are times where life catches up with you and you're like, I need to focus on one. Yeah. And then there are people who have been doing two to three shows at once for years now. And they've just been continually... burned burns you out. It does. But I mean, at least the person I'm thinking of at least seems to be having a good time.
1: So I know we normally do a big rundown of everybody's season. Oh, yeah. All, uh, every year. But I feel like we've, you know, we had the interview with, with Mike and Bill. From yep. the Elite. Yep. Oh, God's Country audition. Oh, that's right. Up. God's
0: Country. That's You'll- another one I wish I could be in. I'm so upset.
1: Yeah. I can't do it. That's going to be beautiful. Oh, Our Country's Good is opening in See Me. Okay. Or, er, I think it just started rehearsals. That's a fascinating show. Good, good, good. Uh, directed by Brian Robert Harris. Excellent.
0: It's going to have a, a phenomenal cast. What's interesting about this coming season is it looks like there's a lot of stuff that we don't see here often. You know, like even even at places that are known for doing the big, well-known musicals like High Street, they're doing things like In the Heights. You know, and and we haven't really seen that in this community yet. Except before or after the movie comes out, <laughs> I think I think they're they're go- coinciding. I think they're doing a good job of of uh, lining that up. But I mean, you look at the uh, we talked to Mike and Bill. Look at the Elite season. You got a lot of really unique stuff. Look at uh, Camarillo's season. Lots of, like, disaster. That's nutty, right? So, yeah, we're, we're starting to see a lot of stuff that you don't see. That's exciting, though. It is. And I'm wondering if it's, like, is, is our community reacting in some way to the zeitgeist? Is that what's going on? Like, look at uh, God's Country, which we had a discussion about. <laughs> yeah, it, it could be. Like,
1: certain things that happen in life. Yeah. I don't want to say resound, but, like, yeah. resonate. Ah. Certain things that happen in life resonate with you as an artist and you think yeah that's what I want to do and people start pushing it you know and that's that's how you do it you reach out to the artistic directors you say this is what I want to direct next year and you get it done some theaters will say no you we can't do that or we don't have the rights or the rights aren't available or there's there's plenty of reasons why they can't but are there reasons they won't Ooh, are we going to become a conspiracy theory podcast?
0: I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Theater conspiracy theories, <laughs> <laughs> but like, look at Hedwig. That's that's a huge, bold statement. Oh man, of a show. It it's uh and I I, I feel like if it, the elite feels like, the last place, other than High Street, that that would ever happen. <laughs> so, what what's the story behind that? What's up with that?
1: I mean, as we already had a conversation with them, mm-hmm. so it, I'm 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 kind of parroting what their message was. But they were about swinging for the fences and doing some yeah. big big things. God's <laughs> country, um, she kills monsters, which I can't wait to see. There's just a, a bunch of plays that they're doing that they're kind of like, well, why the hell not?
0: Yeah, you know. But it's like, look at look at the old guard at the elite.
1: There's no old guard anymore well I that's mean, what I mean
0: but that's why I feel like there's still this feeling about the elite of they do these types of shows
1: right and and I think they're they're changing that yeah I mean they correction
0: they, they have they
1: changed that yeah
0: and and good for them but I mean how loudly do they have to shout so that the whole county hears that pretty loudly yeah because um, people get in their minds of what's you know what happens there. I mean, I've even seen things
1: online where people are like, "Are they still open?"
0: Wow. wow. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> the answer is they yes.
1: They're thriving. I mean, they're the the last storyteller event they did mm-hmm. sold out. Wow. It was standing room only. Wow. You know, I've been at open mic nights that have sold out. There, you know. So, I mean, they're they're doing some cool stuff, but I'm glad that they are mm-hmm. because a lot of theaters out here do stuff other than plays. Yeah. You know the. The art space that's opening up in Simi. Yep. is
0: it's full of stuff.
1: It's gonna be full of
0: It's popping at the seams. Of
1: stuff that isn't their musicals on
0: the big stage. Right, yeah. You know? And High Street does that too.
1: High Street brings in well, so does the Cultural Arts Center in Simi. Right. They bring in concerts. Yep. And they
0: rent it out of the space. They got High Street has comedy coming in. The OHI has improv comedy. Yeah. Let's take a moment to recognize Elite for their four star award. They got the judge's choice for the little theater that could. Which is Amazing! I'm so happy that the committee recognized that theater for the effort they're putting in.
1: They're on their third artistic director in the last two or three years. Yeah,
0: that's insane, right?
1: But this will be Mike Marsalisi's first full year. Wow, good and, for him. And I, I think he's killing it. But you know, we'll see. It really, it really depends on how the um, how the community rallies.
0: Yeah, and and I hope it, they do.
1: His strategy was to reach out to. The, the schools, the schools, and the and the youth of community, yeah. with their poetry slams and stuff like that. So maybe that goes to your your changing of the guard. Yeah,
0: and that's what it feels. It really does feel like that.
1: If we mm-hmm. reach out to the youth and and really ask them to tell
0: their stories,
1: as opposed to theaters telling the stories for the the. 80 year old, Do theater, I, yeah, you know. I, mean, I was I, gonna say something a little less. Blue nice. Hairs? Were you gonna say blue no? I was hairs? gonna say
0: crusty white men.
1: Oh wow! Yeah, there's that too.
0: I mean, I'm sorry to say, but like, I feel like there's been a definite change. Well, in, Santa in, Paula's uh, Santa Paula's amazing. Re- they're they're revolutionaries
1: or revolution revolutionists. Is a completely female driven show. It's it's uh, all female cast. Right. Uh, female director about how women made changes in history. That's excellent. And and I think to your crusty old white men, you know, this is you know no, now is our time.
0: Right. Well what's funny is their artistic director is (laughs) is a white guy. An older white guy. Yeah Which I mean but they're they're picking the right shows. And like look at last year's Casa Valentina. You know what I mean? It was great. Right. And but it's like that's the type of thing it's progressive sure. it's forward looking and that's good
1: I think it's great I want to see more theaters come out and do shows that I, I mean not every show needs to be scraping the, the vault you know you don't have to be digging deep to find those hidden gems not every show but I'd, I'd like to see a, at least one okay well this is a risk at the not according
0: to Brian Robert Harris he thinks that every show should have people walking out
1: absolutely and, and I like that mentality, but if you're trying to keep your doors open, right, that's hard I to do. understand the fear yeah. behind not wanting to do that. right? I think Santa Paula's been able to, to walk that line forever. Yeah. Um, forever,
0: indeed. Forever. Yeah. Right?
1: They really do. But we also have a lot of theaters in our community where it looked like we wouldn't have them this year. Right. We could have lo- lost them. We could have lost two theaters this year. At least. And they're they're still here. They're still putting up a show. They're expecting to get a season. I'm worried about... We went to the four star. Yeah, I'm worried about the alliance. If I'm being honest,
0: I know, and I think is it public? Probably that one of the five remaining is also leaving is leaving. So that would be back-to-back back where to back years where someone leaves. That someone left, and they'd be they're going back down to the original four four star theaters. And I mean, it I I, I kind of get it because it's hard, but it, it's. It's that, the the pass, you know what I mean? Yeah. The grade is where that line is now. You know, there's the theaters on this side of the grade that aren't on the Alliance. Yeah. And there are the theaters on this side of the grade which are on the Alliance. Geography can't play that much of a hand into it, right? I don't know.
1: Geography <laughs> plays its hand in a lot of things in life.
0: It does. But, like, um, that's one of the reasons I don't go out to the Elite so often is because it's so far.
1: It's not as far as Ohi. Right. You know, but yeah, I mean, some people have their home theaters and they stick, they, they stick to it. I'm, I'm an advocate of, I don't want to be labeled a uh, this actor or that actor or, uh, there are some people who you will say, oh, that person's a high street actor and they only do shows at high street. Yeah. And I get it. There, there are plenty of reasons why. There are lots of reasons. You, one, like the people who work there. Two. And you like the product they put out.
0: Yeah, and two is comfort.
1: You're comfortable. Then. Yeah, you, you you get
0: cast. You're in the shows. It's
1: close to your house, so you don't have to commute to shows. Right,
0: but remember what Will Shoop said about getting comfortable and not challenging yourself sure. and just continuing to do the same thing because you know you'll get cast. Are you really pushing yourself? Are you really acting?
1: You know, are he, you growing he, as an artist? Right.
0: He he was challenging people to go beyond what you're comfortable doing i agree and whether that's going to another theater where you know nobody there and you can't use that pre-existing relationship to get yourself into a show no Uh, offense to anybody no none at all But i mean this these are things we've talked
1: about on the show before if you've been to the same place and you've auditioned for the same people and you know it's just a
0: formality
1: i don't feel like you're you're doing your best work
0: right i agree And you know what? Funny story. You ready for this? Yeah. I auditioned for Peter Pan, okay, at High Street. Uh, I wanted to be Captain Hook. And I had a plan. And this plan to audition involved my previous relationships with the production staff. Okay? Was it stupid or risky to do this? Whatever. I don't care. My plan was to sing the me song that Gaston sings in Beauty and the Beast, because that's Now in my wheelhouse, I guess. Yeah, that was your
1: jam there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And uh, I was going to do that. And I knew that Megan was directing, Megan Razor. So my original plan was that if there wasn't a big turnout to the audition, like if I and maybe a couple other people I really know were there in the seats, because they do open auditions, I would go off the stage and up to Megan and sing me to Megan as Belle. That was my plan. Alright. Sneaky. And I thought that I would just pour on the charm and do that kind of thing. Turns out no. Huge turnout. <laughs> that wasn't really gonna do it. That's what I did. I I used my familiarity, my pre established relationship, to try and just give it a little something extra. Is that wrong? Maybe? Sure. I I didn't get the part and I'm okay with that. Sure.
1: I mean it's also the business of the business. Yeah. I mean, look at Adam Sandler. Yeah. You know, he's not the creative. He's the reason Rob Schneider has worked. He's not a creative genius, but he's <laughs> been he's been making movies for 20, 30 years with
0: the same group of friends. And only now is he finally got like, this guy should win an Oscar talk.
1: I don't know about that. I, mean, I didn't like, see it. Like, yeah. But yeah, I mean, some people like to work with the people they like to work with. Yeah. Is look that-
0: at Christopher Nolan. Look at Joss Whedon. Look at... You know, all these people that are... Monty uh, Python. uh, James Cameron, I just realized. Yeah, a whole bunch of the same people in the same cast. Quentin Tarantino's the biggest offender of them all. So, yeah, I mean, there is something to that. There is something to working with the same people. Well, I think art is a collaborative effort. And if you have people you know you collaborate well with... My point is, if you know someone who can give you the type of art that you want... You're going to work with them. It's a known commodity. Right.
1: Yeah. Like, I mean, there's no risk to the director. Right. I I know what you're good at, Adam. I've seen you perform. Can you tell me? Because my therapist asked me and I had
0: never have anything it's to It's leopard say. print pants, obviously. Word. Yeah. Word. No, I think fierce villains. Honestly, that's your niche, is the fierce villain. Look, I at, love villains. We look had at a villain your, episode. What were you, Duke? I was the Duke. Yeah. I was Judd. I didn't see Judd. Oh. I saw Duke.
1: I was Duke. Duke was great. I was Luther and... Yeah, yeah. Superior Donuts was outstanding. I had a whole year. A
0: whole year of being a bad guy. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, point is, if you know that someone can give you that, you're going to go to them. Sure. just Makes it's sense. It's plain and simple. I mean, I'm all for rolling the die, yeah. you know? Oh, for real. I'm like... So, and here's the other funny thing is for when like we were casting Starcatcher I was like reaching out to people being like this and I was telling them this person would be great for this role we should reach out to them ask them to audition they'd be great for this and then we had people come in that I had never known completely surprise me and bowl me and go oh no that's the person not the person I had in mind but this person that just blew it away you know what I mean so that can totally happen and I'm okay with it I never want to cast something that's not for the best of the show Yes. That was I kind like of a double negative, but thank you for coming with no, me. No, I on.
1: understand what you were saying, and I, and I like that, you yeah. know?
0: Like, you, you, like I'd like to work with my friends, and I'd like to give them the roles I think they'd be good for, but if someone else comes along and they're just outstanding. But for the best of the show can mean multiple things. Yeah.
1: You could have someone who's going to give you the best chauvelin or, you know, whatever. Pick a, pick a part. This is going to be— We're
0: really campaigning for Scarlet Pimpernel. I know. You have Somewhat no do idea. Scarlet Pimpernel. We, w- when we were uh, getting ready for Christmas Magic at High Street, Michael Rosenblum and I started singing Scarlet Pimpernel songs for our mic checks, trying to drive it home to Ken to do the Scarlet Pimpernel. So if you want to jump down on this campaign, please do so. I will quit my job for <laughs> Show Blonde. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd like to do that show. That would be really fun. Where's Javier? The less lame is we have around, I think, the better. I love that show, but so you can have someone
1: you think is the absolute perfect part for that role. Uh, But what if that person is the worst person in the the world? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for real? You know, then you go. You know what? It might not be worth it. It I've been in those discussions. It might not be for the best of the show. Yeah. Because it's going to
0: be miserable for everybody else. I've had those discussions about casting. And being like, yeah, they were good, but... So be aware of that, folks. If, if you're just the worst, <laughs> it doesn't matter how talented you are.
1: I mean, this theater community is too small for you to be a diva about anything. People try. No, what I mean is, like, too small as in, like... Let me rephrase that. Okay. This theater community...
0: You're trying to say we don't matter?
1: No, with its ample uh, talent pool... Yeah. You know people will find someone yeah, rather than work with you. Right, right. Yeah. If you're impossible. <laughs> I don't want to say there are people who are blackballed, but there are definitely people who are
0: blackballed. Yeah, there's people who are like, you get the right production team and they're all going to agree on not that person, please. For the good of everyone, not that person. I've been in that conversation. Now, do you think that happens unfairly any Probably. I, I think if it
1: happens just like anything just like the death penalty if it happens someone is going to suffer unfairly for it
0: yeah or i mean there's two sides to every story
1: absolutely but that doesn't always mean that the you know five people who hate this one person are, are necessarily right and that one person is wrong
0: right it could be could be but it's hard to say it
1: really is I try not to judge too much. Right. I, I try not to make everything so political. And I feel like
0: No, you just like to poke the bear. I do. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: But from a safe distance. <laughs> as long as there are people in between me and the bear, or I Or at least poke a microphone.
0: It. Yes. <laughs>
1: My stick is a microphone. <laughs> I can't think of a specific example in anybody I've worked with. What is that eyebrow? Am I missing someone? I feel
0: like we all know people.
1: I wasn't gonna count those. Like, okay, we've been told stories of people who were downright like, that was illegal. Like, Like, they don't. Like, they need to be in jail. Like evil people. Yeah. 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 We've heard stories about evil people. I'm not talking about that.
0: Okay, no. But I mean, I I still feel like we know people that are like, yeah, don't 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 work with that person. I feel like everybody's going to be shouting just say their names. But no, I mean that that seems no, petty. No, in this community everybody's
1: going to be so self-conscious that they're is it be me? Like, oh god, they're talking about me. No,
0: I feel like it's going to be like yeah, it's that person. They're going to it's the theater community here is so small right. that they're going to be like no, on, it's that person. They're going to have Facebook their own page. idea
1: on our Facebook page.
0: Go ahead and write who you will never work with. <gasps> no. <laughs> Don't you dare. Those posts will be deleted. Adam be an interesting exercise <laughs> oh my gosh oh i do not like this i know i i can't i i'm against this i am against it yep all right we need to get this back on the rails what happened it's so fast
1: so 2020 is gonna be a big year yeah is there, is there anything you're other than disaster and hedwig which we're obviously involved in yeah
0: is there any Come anything, out and audition is there anything oh no it's already over never mind don't audition go on audition for hedwig hey, hedwig
1: Audition for Hedwig. I'm taking video submissions till I think it's the tenth or the ninth uh, of March. We we posted a Facebook announcement. But is there anything you're super excited for? Like there's a lot that I'm excited for. Yeah. That's happening right now. Yeah. Producers is opening. I, I wanna see it. Even though they didn't uh, even though I didn't get a chance to audition I for know. Roger. I know. Um or or Max. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for Picasso, and, yeah. and she kills monsters at the elite.
0: <coughs> I really want to see she kills monsters. But
1: is there is there anything else that's looming on the horizon? I know you had you had a lot of eggs in your basket for for Peter Pan, and that turned out to be a, a phenomenal show. From everything I've I've heard,
0: I've heard good things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just I wanted to do it because I I thought it'd be fun, and it was mainly for Henry. Like, I thought he would get a kick out of out of seeing that, especially since we've read the book and he likes the movies. I thought he would enjoy that. I was just doing it for him, really. Gotcha. So shame on you, Megan, for not casting me. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> you, you ruined a not-even-six-year-old yeah. child.
0: That's going to have to change okay. soon. He's going to be five this year. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Uh, Are you going to get him in on a summer camp or anything? Not yet. He's still too young. But maybe maybe soon. We'll see. He's suddenly reached this kind of, like... Do you want to go on stage? When I grow up is what he says. When I'm older, I'm like, "Oh, not not, not right now?" Not immediately, not, like like last summer? Yeah. Well, he started school, right? Uh, he's in he's in preschool.
1: I wonder if the whole like being around peers now affects your
0: oh your view of yourself. Like self-consciousness. You know? Is he discovering self-consciousness? Yeah, probably. Yeah, he can be shy. It is what it is. Well, I think it'd be a good idea.
1: I, I encourage any kid to get involved oh. in a in a theater program. Yeah, because it'll help you get over the the public speaking worries and the yeah. You know, when I was in when I was in high school or junior high and I had to give like an oral report or something. Right. I can be like, oh, I've done a show in front of 600 people at at, <laughs> at uh, Fred Kavli. Yeah. Now I can I I can have this conversation. You know. Yeah. About Jackie Robinson in front of. 20 of my peers
0: sure yeah exactly it it helps you to not worry about looking silly in front of other people or lean into it if you are yeah i mean that's 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 what i mean is is you start to be okay with that which is a good skill to have to not worry about what other people are thinking about you but also to worry just enough that you want to be really good at what you do so as long as what they're thinking isn't, this guy is terrible, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you want to you worry that much.
1: <laughs> so, any audience I've done stand-up for, basically.
0: Oh, stand-up is so hard. Oh my gosh. Have we talked about that on this before? I don't I'll know. So. Yeah, the summer of 2013, I, I tried stand-up for the first time and to mixed success. But it's hard. It's harder than theater.
1: Okay. You want to hear my first stand-up? First and it. last stand-up First story. and last. Oh, boy. It is the single most horrifying <laughs> thing that could happen to you as an actor.
0: Good. Let's hear it. Adam's dark closet.
1: So, a buddy of mine called me up and was like, hey, we have an, uh, I have an audition for uh, a comedy club. Right. It was done, like, open audition style. Uh-huh. So, there was, I don't know, 40, 50 people there. But they wanted someone to be, like, regulars. This guy told me, we're going to do two-person improv. And oh, I know I said, okay, cool. Let's do two-person improv.
0: And you have a background.
1: I, I, I was trained, you know, yep. and, and I, I knew this guy from an improv class. And yeah, so you're not,
0: like, going into I'm, something. Right.
1: I'm comfortable working with him, and I was like, sure, let's do it. When I get there, they tell me, Oh yeah, we don't do duos or, or uh, improv or anything. <gasps> oh no. Um,
0: it's just straight so, stand up.
1: So they called us up, and when we went up together, they were like, "No, no, no, you guys just do it separately." Uh, they took him off and and just had me do. They said, "Go ahead and do it," you know, a tight three. Oh. And I had nothing. Yeah, prepared. and
0: three minutes is an eternity.
1: It was the worst experience of my life. Oh no. I, you know, I couldn't think of a single joke. Sure. So you just kind of try to talk, talk. tell yeah. amusing stories yeah. that, that you would tell at a bar or whatever. But wow. your mind goes, your mind goes blank. Yeah. And
0: and you just ramble. I <laughs> was,
1: it was awful.
0: Oh, I, I know the feeling. And
1: like switch strategies halfway through, got all Seinfeld on it. Like what's the deal with, and oh man. Oh
0: it was no. Good.
1: It was bad. It was a plane, like a a train wreck.
0: Oh man! Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to it's hard to be up there bombing, at stand up, and it's hard to watch someone bomb. Oh, it's oh yeah. I've I've been there.
1: It was worse than an episode of The Office. Like ah. I was my own cringe special. Oh you know? no, I can't. I, I can't handle I it. I only justified it as being like that was my Andy Kaufman <laughs> moment. Like that. <laughs> was- <laughs> Where I just go up. That and was I'm, your peak of art. I am the worst stand-up comedian. <laughs> like that is
0: my that
1: is my thing.
0: Wow. Huh. Yeah, I did a, a summer of it, and it was like a weekly thing at this open mic night deal in Encino, and it was really fun. It was fun to write comedy. I started out with this bit that I had kind of semi-developed at a at a Star Wars convention that at that time I had just riffed on and just. I went on like this rant, this fake rant about how the Empire was outmatched against the Rebels because of their spaceships.
1: Because the the Rebels were too like swift and nimble and no. the little ones, no. or
0: because they had the alphabet. Because the Rebels <laughs> had the alphabet. X. And yeah. Y wings, X B wings, wings. Y wings. A uh, wings. Yeah. And the TIE fighters only had like three types of TIE fighters, but they had to contend with the whole alphabet (laughs) and that wasn't fair and they had vowels you can't beat vowels you have the a-wing the e-wing the o-wing the i-wing the u-wing and the sometimes y-wing sometimes y-wing
1: i like it there was a (laughs) y-wing
0: so i developed that i I kind of like polished it for the stand-up and i did that for my first one and i wrote a couple of other things like how to go it was all right. It was fun. I got some laughs. How did
1: you feel afterwards? Was it like, like it was being stressful. in a play? It was
0: No. Not even close. It is not the same. I mean, and that might just be because you're standing there all by yourself. Sure. With just a mic. But it's also because you can't rely on, like, someone else's words. You know, you can't rely on the the hours well, and hours know of rehearsal. I what have to say next. Right. I-
1: this has been workshop
0: right and yeah. yeah it's 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 been published it's been run on Broadway it's been this and that well Scott Gilbert from Matilda right stand-up comedian yes and literally did that
1: walked up on stage had had a script that he had to say and deliver kind of a stand-up right thing and the the audience was unpredictable I mean some people would start shouting back at him and he would have to like deal with, with he's good at that with these kids yeah and so like like having that crowd work experience from being a stand-up comedian yeah he was able to do stuff that a trained actor sure you know air quotes uh might might not not they may not have that
0: same experience
1: correct correct like they're not used sure. to dealing with that. Right, because typically the
0: audience doesn't shout back unless you're in a melodrama or something.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> but Scott, who's both an actor and a comedian, right. was able to
0: handle that flawlessly. Sure, yeah, and absolutely. It was fantastic. so But yeah, stand-up is terrifying. It is... it My knees shake who's when doing, I do stand-up. Who's doing uh,
1: Drowsy Chaperone? Uh,
0: see Me. No, High Street, sorry. High, High Street. Street. yeah
1: Sean think... Adams Lance is being... I think he's the man in the chair. I think he is man in chair. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. No, it just popped into my head. Oh, great. I don't even know why.
0: <laughs> Thank I you was for just, the update. Because we were trying to think of what's <laughs> going on at other theaters. Yeah. Yeah, that's next. That's after Peter Pan. Welcome into a peek into my mind. Wow. Was it because he's like alone on the stage talking to the audience? Is Could that be. what fired the synapse?
1: No. Actually, if you want, you want the full story. Why
0: not? We'll do it. was do drugs it.
1: No. <laughs> because because Scott was wearing all green.
0: Oh yeah, in Matilda.
1: Which reminded me of Georgie Chavez.
0: Yes. And Georgie
1: Chavez played Adolfo. Yep. In Drowsy, yep. and then I remembered someone else was doing Drowsy. So there's only one show this year
0: that no other theater has done.
1: I was going to say <laughs> that that like three theaters are doing. Yeah. There's only one this year. That's
0: an, that's amazing.
1: And it's not one you would have. <laughs> ever guessed. It's Harvey.
0: Oh, yes. Harvey. I know OI's yes. doing it. I know
1: um, Santa Paula's doing it.
0: Why does that happen? And Man.
1: I, I know uh, there's one more uh, closer to L.A. that's doing it. I can't say... I spoke to the to one of the directors of one of the productions, and I am enthralled in the interpretation. Okay. But I, I don't know if the theater will let the director do it that way. Oh
0: wow. So that's
1: my only fear. Okay. But it's it's such a weird show. I haven't seen it in years and sure. now now we have three theaters doing it at once. Wow. Granted they're not all Four Star Alliance theaters. Sure. One one is more uh, Woodland Hills or LA or something like that. Right, but, okay. But the fact that all three are coming out this year for a it's... show that's kind of old. Yeah, you know? yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. High Street did it years ago.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, it's a classic. You got Jimmy Stewart right. and, and all of that.
0: <laughs> but that's weird that that happened. Cause... I,
1: I'd love to see an updated version of it. Sure. Where, where the bunny is kind of like the bunny in Donnie Darko.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: You know, it's got that like creep factor. <laughs> anyway. Just popped into my head. There you go. Another one. Okay. God, we are so disorganized this episode. That's
0: okay. It's been a while. We're rusty. We
1: are rusty. We, we
0: apologize for the break.
1: We've been off for about four months. Yeah. Something like about that. About
0: that. And again, it's because of jobs. It's because of
1: well, you're holidays, busy. Well, holidays is hard. Yep.
0: We, we are. We, we usually we, take time off. We usually
1: take some time off. But now we're, we're back in the swing of things. We're going to start meeting up more. Uh, when I'm not traveling, I work right. from home. So... Hopefully I'll be able to, you know, meet up and we can get more interesting topics.
0: Yeah, and more guests.
1: We have a whole folder full of, of topics and guests that we want to talk about. Yes. Um, I know we have feelers from three or four people who want to come join the show. Okay. And, and I want them to know we are thinking of them and we are we are going to schedule it and see what we can do. We're going to be back, better than ever, for a third season. Yeah. Of your favorite podcast.
0: My brother, my brother, and me. Yes. Oh. <laughs> your, your
1: favorite non-maximum fun podcast.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. You can you give us a spiel. The whole... Oh, yeah.
1: Hit us up on, on <laughs> Facebook, Instagram... We have a Twitter, I think.
0: It's uh, out there. It uh, the off the cobwebs.
1: All, we're on all the social medias as...
0: Uh, thank you, 30 pod
1: At thank you, 30 pod You can hit us at gmail, thank you, 30 pod at gmail.com. Check
0: out the website, thankyou30.com.
1: Where we posted the latest
0: review. Yep. The theory of relativity. I almost said everything.
1: Yeah, reviews are probably going to be something we focus on a little bit more. Now that right. we're not acting in, in shows, we can go see and, and judge.
0: Yes judge mercilessly <laughs>
1: no we're looking to be honest but constructive.
0: yes yeah we definitely want that we don't want the we don't want the like the fluffer review you know you don't want the the everything was great no but go see the show you also can't
1: go too snarky i'd love i'd love i know to, i know i would love to secretly you're do snarky, a super snarky. <laughs> <laughs>
0: your sarcastic snarky reviews
1: think um the, the Critic. Yeah, I hate show. it. <laughs> yes. Yep,
0: I was just thinking that. That'd be amazing. John Lovitz. Whatever happened to him?
1: I think he's in Baseball, or, or the Benchwarmers 2 on Netflix oh right now. Oh my
0: gosh, why does that exist?
1: Because <laughs> it's almost baseball <laughs> season. I
0: can't wait. I'm so excited. Anyway, that's neither here nor We're there. We're
1: digressing. We already got the exit. Yeah. So we'll just cut this part too.
0: I'm Adam Womack. And I'm Dave Hatfield. And we'll see you on stage. Hopefully Adams.